We all have bucket lists. As a lifelong sports fan, mine is full of tons of different sporting events and venues, from the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and beyond. However, my greatest bucket list item is something I want to share with the world and fans like me. What if you could attend a home college football game for all 130 and counting FBS programs? Seems crazy, right? Join me, your host, Bobby Wilson, as I take you along for the ride to see all the FBS venues and more. This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Hope everybody's doing well tonight. Hopefully you're staying warm with all the cool temperatures across the country. Um, uh, The next bowl I will be hitting on in my college football bowl breakdown uh, for my series here will be the Gasparilla Bowl, which takes place in Tampa, Florida on uh, Friday, December 23rd. This matchup will see the Wake Forest Demon Deacons take on the Missouri Tigers. So, uh, two uh, P5 opponents getting ready for battle here. But as always, I do a little breakdown in each bowl game. Um, the Gasparilla Bowl started in 2008, uh, formerly, of course, the St. Petersburg Bowl, um, which, which I was a fan of that bowl uh, just because... Uh, from back from my coaching days when I was a college basketball coach, we played in a tournament in St. Petersburg uh, during the same time frame as the St. Petersburg Bowl when it was being taken place. I remember, I believe it was Ohio. I know Ohio was playing because there were a ton of Ohio fans in the hotel I was at. So just a side note there. Um, but this, <coughs> this uh, game moved to... Uh, Tampa in 2018 um, and now it's played in Raymond James Stadium instead of Tropicana Field so nonetheless uh, looking at some uh, former results in this bowl the very first one in 2008 saw South Florida defeat Memphis 41 to 14 and then last year saw UCF defeat Florida in a uh, exciting battle Uh, UCF actually has the past two wins in this bowl 2019 defeating Marshall and then 2021 like I said defeating Florida so uh, looking at some former MVPs in this game Matt Matt Grothy from South Florida quarterback was the first MVP in 2008 2009 saw Rutgers wide receiver Muhammad Sanu Um, 2012 saw UCF quarterback Blake Bortles 2014 saw NC State quarterback Jacoby Brissett. Um, 2016 saw Mississippi State quarterback Nick Fitzgerald. Uh, 2019, uh, Dylan Gabriel, quarterback from UCF. And then uh, 2021, UCF wide receiver Ryan O'Keefe. So uh, some good company there um, of different, uh, some talented quarterbacks to say the least on that list. But like I said, now let's go into uh, the teams that are going to be playing in this year's bowl. We'll first, uh, first start off with uh, the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Uh, they enter the contest at seven and five, three and five in the ACC. A bit of a disappointing end to the season for sure. They were ranked as high as tenth in the in the poll uh, when they went to Louisville and then lost uh, four of their final five games uh, to end the season. Looking at the, uh, their schedule, they beat FCS VMI 44 to 10, 
won at Vanderbilt 45-25, beat Liberty 37-36, lost to number five Clemson 51-45 in double overtime, won at number 23 Florida State 31-21, beat Army 45-10, beat Boston College 43-15, and then it started on Ravel when they went to Louisville, uh, lost 48-21, Lost at number 22, NC State, 30-21. Lost at number 15, North Carolina, 36-34. Beat Syracuse, 45-35. Then lost at Duke, 34-31. On the season, they averaged 37 points per game. Give up 29 points per game. Uh, average almost 315 passing yards per game and 133 rushing yards per game. Give up 273 passing yards per game and 137 rush yards per game. Needless to say, the Wake Forest defense has not been what it's been in the past, and that probably led to uh, the, the free fall that they had at the end of the year. Uh, still a ton of talent on the offensive side of the ball. Then looking at the Missouri Tigers, they entered the contest 6-6, six 3-5 and six, three and five in the SEC, defeated Louisiana Tech 52-24, lost at Kansas State 40-12, uh, beat FCS Abilene Christian 34 to 17, lost at Auburn 17 to 14 in overtime, lost to number one Georgia in a very tough uh, physical game 26 22, lost at Florida 24 to 17, beat Vanderbilt 17 to 14, then won at number 25 South Carolina 23 to 10. Lost to Kentucky 21-17. Lost at number 5, Tennessee 66-24. Then ended the year in a two-game winning streak, defeating New Mexico State 45-14 and defeating Arkansas 29-27. Um, so a, a good defense, though, for the Missouri Tigers. Uh, average uh, about 26 points per game. Give up 25. Um, average 213 passing yards per game. 158 rushing yards per game. Only give up 210 passing yards per game and 127 rushing yards per game, which in the SEC is pretty darn impressive, honestly. Then uh, looking at uh, Wake Forest, all-time bowl record of 10-6. and six. Um, First team all ACC member, wide receiver A.T. Perry, absolute stud on the football field. Second team all ACC offensive guard, Sean Magan, and then third team all ACC quarterback Sam Hartman, running back Justice Ellison, and defensive tackle Kobe Turner. So looking at quarterback Sam Hartman, uh, didn't play in the first game against FCS VMI, but he played in 11 games this year, still threw for 3,421 yards, which was 14th nationally, and 35 touchdowns, which was tied for 5th nationally. Um, so you could add in probably another 300 yards passing and a handful more touchdowns if he played in that first game of the season. Um, running back Justice Ellison, 643 yards and five touchdowns. And then running back Christian Turner, 516 yards rushing and seven touchdowns. Wide receiver A.T. Perry, like I said, uh, one of the better receivers in college football, 70 receptions, 980 yards and 11 touchdowns. Some of his other wide receiver mates, Donovan Green, 615 yards, six touchdowns and a 17 yard per catch average. Uh, Jamal Banks, 564 yards and eight touchdowns. And then Taylor Morin, 545 yards and seven touchdowns. 
Linebacker Ryan Smenda Jr. had 106 tackles on the season. And then defensive tackle Kobe Turner, 34 tackles and two forced fumbles on the season. Um, some, then some major stats for Wake Forest, 19th and third down offense, <clears throat> converting it at 46.5%. They're 15th in penalties, only 56 on the season. That's to be expected, though, with Wake Forest, if you know the brand of football that Dave Clawson, uh preaches. This team, this is a team that usually doesn't beat itself. Uh, 16th on first downs on offense at 308 on the season. Then, of course, uh, top 10 passing offense, 10th nationally at almost 315 yards per game. 20th in yards per completion at 13.5 yards per completion. Uh, 31st in red zone defense at 79.2% uh, conversion, uh, allowing uh, scores. Uh, 15th in scoring offense at 37 per game, and then 29th in total offense at 447 yards per game. So, like I said, this is a fantastic offense, and usually Wake Forest does have a good defense. Um, just They've lost a lot of guys uh, over the years, had some injuries this year too, um, and things just didn't click like they've clicked in the years past. Uh, with that being said, they still were a top 10 team at one point this season. Um, so we all know the talent is there. And then you look at the Missouri Tigers, all-time 15 and 19 in bowl games. Uh, no first-team All-SEC members, but uh, uh, two second-team guys and wide receiver Dominic Lavette and defensive lineman Isaiah McGuire. Um, you're looking at some of their key players, quarterback Brady Cook had 2,509 yards. 13 touchdowns, and then he ran for 547 yards and six touchdowns himself. Uh, running back Cody Schrader, 691 yards and eight touchdowns on the season. Wide receiver Dominic Lovett, 56 catches, 846 yards and three touchdowns. However, he is transferring to Georgia now. So that will open things up for true freshman uh, stud Luther Burden III, who this year had 329 yards and six touchdowns. Uh, the former five-star All-American is going to uh, be used frequently. Then defensive lineman Isaiah McGuire, 39 tackles, seven sacks, two forced fumbles. The defense as a whole, I mean, very spread out from the tackles perspective. So there are a lot of guys in the 70s and 60s and 50s that uh, just spread the wealth around. Looking at some of the key stats, 28th and third down defense, only allowing 33.9% conversion rate. So it'll be interesting to see the third down offense of Wake Forest, which can, converts at 46.5%, go against uh, one of the better third down defenses, not only in the SEC, but in the country as well. So that'll be a good battle to see third down when Wake Forest has the ball. Um, Missouri's 24th and first down defense only allowing 220 first downs on the season which like I said playing in the SEC is that's a heck of a job on their part 42nd pass defense at only 210 yards per game again doing that in uh, the SEC is pretty phenomenal they're 17th in punt return yards at just over 12 yards per return 34th in rush defense 127 yards per game 27th in sacks on the season with 33 total as a team 
and then 29th in total defense, only giving up 337 yards per game. Uh, again, I know I keep saying it, but from, from an SEC defense, just a tremendous job. From an, uh, from an offensive standpoint, they're, they're not doing anything that's setting the world on fire, but their defense keeps them in almost every game. Like you, I, like when I read off the schedules, or their schedule and the games that they played, there was only one game in SEC play where they got blown out, two games on the season against Kansas State, obviously the Big 12 champion, and then Tennessee, who was one of the best teams in the country. So you look at every other game they played, lose to Auburn 17-14, lose to Georgia 26-22, lose to Florida 24-17, beat Vanderbilt 17-10, beat South Carolina at South Carolina and hold them to 10 points, lose to Kentucky 21-17, then they beat Arkansas 29-27. So, I mean, this is, this is a pretty darn good defense from the Missouri Tigers standpoint. So it'd be, I'm really, really intrigued to see them go against this Wake Forest offense with uh, the yards that they can put up and the things that they can do. Um, so it'd be a lot of fun uh, going into this game just to see how it turns out. Uh, the spread is uh, Wake Forest is favored by two and a half. Um, so interesting to see how that goes. Um, the over under at 58 and a half. I think that's kind of a slight to, to uh, Missouri's defense. This is uh, way too good of a defense, uh, in my opinion, uh, to just kind of slight them like that. Uh, and then I, one thing I think that we that should really be talked about um, is Sam Hartman uh, missed. Missed that first game of the season, and people thought it was going to be, uh, people thought he was going to miss more even uh, because he had a rib removed. So don't know, don't know any more details into that, but I, I'm sure that that is a very painful. I would have to imagine. I can't imagine that it's easy to throw the football uh, with whatever injury he was having, and then to have it removed. I'm sure there's a good amount of healing that goes into that but he only missed one game so hats off to him um, I remember when uh, when we all heard the news that he was going to miss potentially the whole season um, and, and it wasn't revealed why and everybody was just like shocked just like man we hope it's not career threatening life threatening nothing too serious and, and thank goodness it wasn't um any surgery is very serious, but thank goodness it wasn't uh, something catastrophic, let's say. But looking at this game, I think it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be interesting to see a very stout Missouri defense against a very, very talented Wake Forest offense. Uh, I'm going to go Wake Forest in this game. I think they just have too much firepower. But uh, Missouri's done done some good things this year, so don't put it past them. But thanks, guys, for tuning in uh, to uh, this bowl breakdown. Been doing it uh, all bowl season. We'll continue to do it throughout the entire bowl season. So be on the lookout for these daily. Um, as always, feel free to follow me personally at Coach underscore B Will. As always, follow the podcast Twitter account at TNT College Foot One. Like, subscribe wherever you're listening to the podcast. It'd be much appreciated. Thank you, guys, for everything. Uh, stay warm. Have a good night. God bless.